Uh, this movie was just pretty hard to follow. I don't know if it was too boring or if it was actually confusing. It wasn't to me. <laughs> it's because you got that. that I'm from New boom, Jersey. Boomer brain, that's why. I'm, I'm, that's right. <laughs> this movie has the most fantastic twist ending you ever saw. All through the movie. I disagree. <laughs> I think this movie has the most fantastic ending. <laughs> Hello, welcome to The Real Generation Gap. My name is Shane Schildmeyer. I'm Fred Satilli. And today we are reviewing Pretty's Honor. Back in 1985, they made this movie Pretzi's Honor, and Pretzi is the family name. Mm-hmm. And there's a godfather, Don Corrado Pretzi, and he's played by William Hickey, and what an acting job. Yeah. I mean, you, you describe it. Well, he talks like this. And he's Charlie. Come here, Charlie. I mean, he's got to kiss his ring. There he is. He's just really gross. Um, he's a monster, right? Yeah, he's gross. He's I don't like, know what He's I like a vampire, from. right? Remember I yeah. said they're fascinated with vampires? The darkest guy ever. What secrets must he know? What power must he have? He's yeah. a, like a crippled up old man. Everybody's bowing. Mm-hmm. Big, strong men are cowering in his shadow. Yeah, everyone's, right? everyone's got to seek his approval. You know, everyone thinks about what he's going to think of whatever they do. Right. Yeah. Right. That's where that's where the he's control the whole family. And it's mm-hmm. a super powerful family in the movie. It's the it's the top of the mafia food chain. Mm-hmm. They have a meeting with other mafia dons and they and they say, look, the Prezi family is creating a problem. And he who do you think you're talking to? We'll shut you all down. Yeah. We're in charge here. Yep. Right. He exerts that power. Mm-hmm. And that guy who did that scene he was a goofball in the show, mm-hmm. but yet when it came down to it, he laid down the law, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that, uh, yeah, they even had the respect of the cops. They had their deal with the cops. Yeah. It was oh, total... Absolutely. The police were taking them home. Their police yeah. were ferrying them around, giving people a ride home. And, you know, yeah. now I know your favorite scene was the first scene. The really boring oh, church, oh, like, yeah. like mind-numbingly so, so, boring. So let me just say, I wasn't the biggest fan of this movie. And by that, I'm not a fan at all. Um, yeah, the opening scene, it was, it was first of all, it was, it's, it's such an old movie. The credits are at the beginning, and those took forever. And even the font <laughs> yeah. is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Right. And then it's this wedding scene, and there's just so many establishing shots, and there's just so much, like, we get it. It's a wedding. It, I felt like it took 30 minutes just to get through the wedding scene. Right. And I'm already off to a bad start. Like, I'm not yeah. interested in this movie at all. At this yeah, they point. just had a tenor sing Ave Maria yeah. for like five minutes. Yeah. But during that scene, Jack Nicholson, playing the part of Charlie, mm-hmm. he's, this, he's the son. He, he looks up in the balcony and he sees a beautiful woman. That's Kathy Turner. Mm-hmm. And she's Irene the Pollock. Yeah. Right, the, the Italians are like, "What are you doing with the Pollock?" That would actually in '85 that would have been that would have been said and done. Like everybody yeah. watching the movie went, "Yeah, what is he doing with her?" Yeah, okay. But he looks up and he's gone. He's smitten. He's got to have her. He's out of his. The next five scenes are him trying to find out who she is. Do we right? ever learn why she was at the funeral or the wedding? I'm sorry. Yes, because she had just murdered the guy, and she was there as an alibi. Oh, okay. Right. So somebody okay. outside the family, she was a hitman from yeah, yeah. outside the family, contracted to bring in, 
And then she had to leave immediately, right? He yeah. couldn't, after the thing, he couldn't find her. But if anybody, and, and of course, when there was a photograph with her and Charlie's father, he burned that. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to know that I know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. She wasn't really supposed to be there. But yeah. she had done more of a crime than anybody knew. Yeah. At that point in the movie, she was kind of pure still. Mm-hmm. But as time went on, you found out how she got dirtier and dirtier mm-hmm. and dirtier. Yeah, right? I mean... Uh, this movie was just pretty hard to follow. I don't know if it was too boring or if it was actually confusing, but it I, it wasn't to me. <laughs> it's because you got that that that. I'm from New boom, Jersey. Boomer brain. That's why. I'm, I'm, that's right. <laughs> Everything seemed completely normal to yeah, me. Yeah, it was moving way too slow for me. Um, yeah, um, I didn't get a lot of the drama. I didn't understand a lot of the what's going on with why he has to kill her he she has to kill him you didn't get that uh, i got it like at a very surface level i feel like i'm like oh i guess they're going after this guy now okay well whatever. she concocted a plan to murder somebody yeah. cuz she was a murderer she was a hit woman mm-hmm. right so they were concocting a plan but she chimed in with her two cents and they went yeah let's go with her plan well the problem was that when they were going to kill the guy in the elevator, also a high-ranking policeman's wife was in the elevator, and she saw everything, so they had to kill her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now they got a problem because the police, in order to preserve their honor, they need a pound of flesh from the family. Mm-hmm. They need to know who did this, and that person has to pay. Now, because Charlie is in love with her, and they're actually married by that time, right? They had got married in Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Don Corrado Parizzi tells Charlie, when you were young and we did the blood oath together, remember that scene in the beginning? Yep, yep, yep. We intermingle our blood. Yeah. And you, on your honor, become part of the family and you die before you betray the family. This is your honor, speaking at a rate that you couldn't yeah. handle. Right? But this is how, <laughs> yeah. this is how it would be. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. So now... The police have decided that all the crime families, they're going to arrest everybody. So all the gambling and prostitution, they're busting them, busting them, busting them. It's very bad for business. And so they say, look, Charlie, this woman is, we have to give her up as the pound of flesh. Mm-hmm. And he says, I can't. She's my wife. He says, she's a hitter and a thief because she stole money from the family. And they had to pry it back out of her. Yeah. And she even tried to get it back from them yeah. later in the story. He says, you got to do it. And he realizes that he does have to do it. Now, in the meantime, she's a professional hit woman, right? So when he calls her on the phone and says, hey, sweetheart, everything's okay. You don't have a thing to worry about. You and I, we're going to be fine together. And she realizes she's dead. Yeah. Right? He's, I he's got doing, that, yeah. Right. So now she has to go to the bank in California, she has to fly to California, go to the bank, get her money, and get out of the country. She can't just go now. She's got to get her money. Now, he realizes she's on the run, so he's got to go there, too. And when he arrives there, he says, hey, daddy's home. And she says, oh, my God, I'm so happy to see you. Meanwhile, they both know everything. Yeah. All right? And I, I won't spoil the ending because that is not the ending. This movie has the most fantastic twist ending you ever saw. All through the movie. I disagree. (laughs) 
I think this movie has the most fantastic ending. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you, and a great part of the twist ending is you don't realize all through the movie what's really going on in the background. And, and Jack Nicholson, you know, Charlie, he doesn't know either. Mm-hmm. So it's a surprise to you. It's a surprise. The, the ending is a, a stunning shock. You think you see the ending. Yeah. The only surprise for me at the end was that I was still awake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what circumstances. When I watch a movie, I'm in the room. Everything's, yeah. it's like a theater for me. The lights are out. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm not answering phone calls or anything. Yeah. And I watch what's happening. I think you like, I think you're, because of your age and everything, this is the real generation gap, right? Yeah. I think you're used to Tropic Thunder. I think you're used to like constant action, like you know. No, that's not true. Cause I just watched Killers of the Flower Moon, and that was a three-hour movie. And it had constant action. I wouldn't there's say murders action. and stuff blowing up. I mean, I like, I like, like there's a movie called The Witch, uh-huh. and that's a super slow burn movie, and I love that movie. Okay, all right. And uh, oh, I yeah. don't know what I don't know. Maybe maybe you're just so far from the culture. Maybe. I mean, did you realize that this was a comedy? The I didn't time? even realize it was a comedy. No, not yeah, at all. That's that's no, not at all. I I, think I was excited too. I love Jack Nicholson. I I think he's super cool. I won't say I love him. Like not like I've seen a bunch of his movies, but no, I think he's no, really not cool. like you are the way you are with Jake Gyllenhaal. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, um, I was kind of excited for it. I thought it was gonna be cool when you told me, oh, it's kind of like um, they're both hired to kill each other. I was like, oh, it's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Which... Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no, they're way better than Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, <laughs> that was what Brad and Angelina. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I actually never yeah, seen that. That was either. that was a very surface entertainment. Typical, you know, it was like a Mission Impossible movie. I thought this was like surface, not entertaining. Okay, well, this is going to show up in the rating in a minute because we're almost yeah. done. But um, regarding the ending, mm-hmm. it was very interesting. The old man, you know, Don Corrado Prizzi, when Angelica Houston came to visit him and he said, have a cookie. Yeah, that, right? So that was funny. That was like the funniest part. And I didn't even realize it was supposed to be funny till this second. Because he has like the driest, <laughs> the driest, hardest cookies you've ever seen. Right, horrible. Yeah. Right, this is the multi-millionaire. She, she takes one and she like puts it down. Yeah. Right, like I'm not eating that. He's like, have another one. Right. Yeah. Now you're getting what you want. Have a cookie. He's yeah. making her have that cookie. Right. Yeah. The Godfather's telling you eat the cookie. You're eating the cookie. Yeah. Right. I'm knocking the microphone over. Anyway, that was the foreshadowing because. When she spoke to him, he had a big smile on his face and he said, you're a real preetsy. We forgive nothing, Mm. you know, and that was the foreshadowing for the twist ending. Mm. But anyway, I really love the movie. I'll agree with you. It's campy now. Yeah. Because every time they flew across the country, they showed like the, the you know, same, the airplane. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Like that scene was 10 times. Every time anybody went in there was like, you know, the yeah. plane flying was like, ah, you know, it yeah. was a, a, a silly technique. But what made you want to throw this movie out there to review it? I wanted you to say it. Just and, cause? And, 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 and not, you know, the whole idea of this show is for people like you <laughs> who have no chance of seeing stuff like this. I want a whole nother generation to see a formative mafia movie. Yeah. This was 15 years before The Sopranos. Yeah. You know, The Sopranos so are the definitive. This, you think this had influence on The Sopranos? No. Okay. No, I was no, say. That, no, that, no that, the genius of that is not 
n- no. Okay. But um, it was a really fun movie for me to watch. Mm-hmm. I've seen it a number of times. I laughed every time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I enjoyed the twist ending. Mm-hmm. You know, every time. The, the, the genius of the story. Because in, in this story, everybody's got a, a dog in the fight. Yeah. You know, he wants this. She wants that. He wants this. This guy wants that. The police want this. The, the other families, crime families yeah. want that. There's a whole people that want, a, that want something. Mm-hmm. But you never believe who gets what they want in the end. It's really cool. And I, I just, uh, I thought it was worthwhile for you to see something like this. And I hope that the rest of the viewers, I hope that everybody who, who sees this review watches the movie. And, and I guess it, patiently, <laughs> if, if you're kind of the impatient type. Have a few cocktails or something before you start it. I, uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't find it that way, but I appreciate, you yeah. know, your, your thing. So... Obviously, it's not The Godfather, because mm-hmm. The Godfather was before this. The Godfather was a serious movie. There was no comedy in The Godfather, but this was kind of like the wacky take on it. Yeah, you think this is a parody of The Godfather, in a sense? Um, It's not a parody of The Godfather, but it a certainly has... A mob mentality? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, you know, the women and the, you know, even, even what you said about Angelica Houston, mm-hmm. she portrayed the perfect mafia wife. Sometimes she was the killer beauty. Sometimes she was the old lady, the beat up, yeah. tired old lady, right? So there, yeah. Look at how beautiful she is there. Yeah, I thought that's the I, scene at the. This is the scene, you know. I was a little confused. I was like, "Is Jack Nicholson not attracted to her? I don't get it. I didn't get it. Why doesn't he want her? He didn't want her because she was too close to the family. He needed to outside a beautiful girl that was, you yeah. know, not in his world. Yeah. Because somebody that's in your world is not. You don't capture them. Mm-hmm. That's a given. Yeah. They were slated to be married yeah, and to yeah, live. Yeah, and she yeah. was the perfect woman for him. And he was like, eh, the perfect woman. Yeah, let me try my own woman. Yeah. You know, I like something a little different. So he gets the blonde Polish girl, mm-hmm. not the dark Italian girl, which who the hell doesn't want a dark Italian girl? I don't know. <laughs> but that, he, for some reason, he, he ventured out. Yeah. But, but anyway, um, yeah, her, her acting throughout, she was the perfect mafia wife, the perfect, you know, the Don's. Yeah, lady, yeah. you know, and and powerful, like deep power. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, because it because it is a, a really fun movie, and certainly not a great movie, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed it. So, in my spectrum, I'll give it a seven point five. Is this the first time you haven't given a movie you picked a ten? <laughs> no, I think I think there are, there might have been others, but seven point five. Okay, I, I'm I'm starting to temper I like that it because you're doing a point five too. You're catching. Well, I, yeah, be, yeah. I, well, it's right in between. Yeah, it, it it can't be a ten. It can't all be tens, mm-hmm. right? And this is a genre of its own, but it really it really brings out this. It really brought out how sexy the mafia is and how much people enjoy it. And being from New Jersey and seeing the phenomenon of New Jersey across the country with the Jersey Shore and the Sopranos and all that other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting that such a small place can be so powerful, just like a small family can be so powerful. New Jersey exemplifies the whole mafia mm-hmm. lifestyle and the attraction of it. I mean, if you if you make it in New Jersey, you you made it, mm-hmm. you know. So, I'll, I'll go with the seven point five. Cool. I'm going to give it a one, and uh, the one is just because Jack Nicholson's in it. 
I, you know, you give it, you give it a one. There, there might be consequences. You want to rethink giving it a one? <laughs> I'll take the risk. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wouldn't, yeah. if I were you, I don't recommend that rating. But if that's what you want to do, <laughs> yeah, I, might I don't have a problem with that. Knock on my door later to change my, my okay. review. Okay. There might be a... Con- a <laughs> Yeah, I'm giving it a one. I thought it was incredibly boring. I couldn't follow it. I couldn't keep up. I didn't even realize it was a comedy. So I'm giving it a one. Okay. Cool. Go ahead and pull the outro. You're so good at that. <laughs> Thank you for watching The Real Generation Gap. This has been Pritzy's Honor. Again, I'm it's, Shane. It's, it's, it's Pritzy. 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 It doesn't matter because it's not worth watching. This has been Pritzy's Honor. <laughs> I'm Shane Schildmeyer. Fred Satelli. I'm just kidding. Check it out for Fred. Um, <laughs> thanks for watching, guys. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. What do you think of Preetsy's Honor? Do you think it was funny? Did you think it was a comedy if you saw it prior to this review? Do you think Jack Nicholson is a good actor? Let us know what else we should review in the future. Any other mom movies you could think of that we should review? Let us know. Until then, thanks for watching.